Welcome to Black Girl Banter, a podcast where I, your favorite black girl, shoots the shit with my friends. And today I have one of my favorite people on the face of the earth. Oh my god. Um, someone who is really amazing and I, who I really appreciate and who has really helped me get to where I am and has really helped me all freaking semester. Oh my god. Really meeting this person. Okay. <laughs> meeting this person has really like changed me for the better I feel like and yeah actually how we met is very interesting that was your that's a story for another day I honestly think you should go tell the people the story because they need context they I need like, the whole I feel like you should tell people the story okay well hair everyone okay wait yeah yeah introduce yourself hey everyone it's Mukha Chanel I'm here I am just another black girl showing off her magic that's why I like to just introduce myself as because I feel like I'm somebody who's like still figuring it out. Like, I hate when people are like, so what do you do? Like, you know, like, so we're just going to skip all that. You know, this is black girl banter. So I'm the homegirl, okay? I'm, I'm Kiana's homegirl, okay? And that's what it is. So I'm going to give y'all the tea of how we met. So one day, I was coming from class. Mind you, we're both students at Clark Atlanta University. I am um, a senior. Yeah, now a graduating senior. I can really say that now. Because oh, today I finally applied for graduation. Woo! Yes. We love to see it. We do. We love to see it. That's we been a journey. But yes, yeah, so now I'm a graduating senior, you know, a little context from Los Angeles, California, studying mass media arts with a concentration in radio, television, and film. And Kiana, as y'all know, is also a student at Clark Atlanta University, yeah. and she's a freshman, and like, you know, I've never seen her before. And I'm also a transfer student, so let's get to the tea. So I was coming from <laughs> class, because, you know, I'm going to like, get to, the, get to it. So I was coming from class one day, and I was stopped in the MMA building, and then I see this girl with a freaking Shea Butter baby shirt on. And I was like, oh, that's a really Shout out to Ari Lenny. Yes. Period. Ari, you brought us together, honestly. And I was just looking at her shirt. And then, like, she had, like, this demeanor about her. Like, she wasn't really, like, in people's face. But, like, the energy was in your face because it was, like, powerful. And, like, you have to, like, come in contact with Kiana to, like, feel that. So I was just like, there's something going on. So, you know, we started talking. And then we just, like, became, like, besties. Like that, that quick period. That, like is that quick. Period. It literally, literally was like an instant connection. Yeah. We have basically spent everything. And Loki Kiana has helped me too because like she would be the highlight <laughs> of my day. Like I wouldn't go to class. Probably if Kiana didn't work in the MMA building, I probably wouldn't go to class. Because <laughs> that was that. that was my schedule. Knowing like go to you. class and then talk to Kiana. So you definitely helped my attendance grade this semester. Thank you. But that's I'm how this so works. That yeah. I have that privilege of knowing you <laughs> and helping you go to class. You know, everybody. but I walk across that stage. That's for everybody. Because it took a village. Great. It took a whole village. And that's true. It's currently taking a village. Yeah, right when now. The first semester is taking a village. Yes. Imagine so I'm really imagining. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell people about um, Shine Season, please. <sighs> yes, yeah, Shine Season is my baby. It is a platform focusing on informing the culture while uplifting the masses. I try my best to focus on, you know, black culture, urban culture, and tie in mental health, like, just with, like, weekly self-care tips, and just trying to have, like, progressive conversation, because I feel like that's the only way that we can push our culture forward, so, like, that's what my platform is, it started off as a podcast, then, you know, I started doing a little bit of, like, you know, journalism, and having a blog, and, like, eventually I want to turn it into other things, which we'll, which we'll, which we will talk about in this episode, but right now it's just the podcast that I have, and I've you know, kind of been doing it since 2017, and okay, I'm so excited. Yeah, but I also feel like that's why I'm so happy to do this episode, because it, this has also been a journey with me. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Having senior year has actually, like, taught me so much about myself. It's just showing me my habits, like, the things that I do. Right. And I, I'm just so excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so okay. Because I feel like 2020, like, this is a whole new decade. Yeah. Like, 2019, 2019 was good for me. 2019 was definitely a good year, but I feel like 2020 just got that energy 2020 of, like, is just pure. Like, 2020 yeah. is on some, like, grind season, like, all gas, no break. Yeah. That's what 2020 is. I tweeted something the other day. I said, I can't wait to duck off and come out swinging and in 2020. And that's literally, that's literally the move. Because like, that's just what it is. Literally. Like, you know, getting that time to prepare. And I feel like that's what this semester was. Like, that yeah. preparation. And I then agree. once I come out this thing, this I'm, semester was, I'm swinging this on everybody. This semester was learning. I'm windmilling. Hello. <laughs> this semester was, like, really honing in on my skills and, mm-hmm. like, realizing what I want to do. Yeah. And you let sure. me get there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really it's a village. It. We're all helping each other. It is, and I, that's true. Because even with me, sometimes I feel like I'm just so creative and just so, I love everything. Yeah. That it's just like, okay, I sometimes need a balance. Or I need a proper words to, like, call it out or, like, say what it is. Right. Like, I was actually having a conversation with one of our professors who we love, Professor Daniel. Yeah. Shout we out to you. Christopher Daniel. Okay. Mystery. And we were talking and he just one said, of the best that Quackland. One of the best. Put that in there. Also shout out to Beehive, you know. Professor Yates. Yes. You know, top all five. the great top all five, the great top five. Top five. That's gonna be hard. That's another episode for another day. <laughs> but anyways, I was talking to Professor Daniel today and he was like, you know, we were talking and then he said something of like a multimedia maven. Yeah. And that just stuck. I like that. Okay. It's because he I'm said he said it. the multimedia maven that amazing you are. Part. I was like, oh wait, 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 wait. But I feel like that's what you can be in this generation. You can literally be whatever you want to be. Yeah, that's true. Like when you look at certain platforms, it's just you can take it anywhere. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to take it everywhere. And we're trying to do everything. Yeah. So, um, one of the segments that I have for Black Girl Banter is quote of the week. So, um, our quote today is, people romanticize their plans but dread the execution. The magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. And that came from Greek Steve, who's a rapper. Ooh, can you say that again? It just hit I a certain nerve. Let's yeah, just it just hit a certain nerve. People romanticize their plans but dread the execution. Woo! The magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. And that is just facts. Because a lot of times, like a lot of different things that I want to do, they're really good ideas. Like, I have really good ideas. I just don't know how to execute them. And then if I do know how, I just don't want to. And a lot of people have that same problem. A lot of people just don't have, people don't have work ethic nowadays. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like I have work ethic. It just takes me a minute to like really get my foot in the door. But I think 2020 is great. I don't know for me. It's not that I feel that people don't have work ethic. I feel as though there's a lack of development. I could agree with that. Because it's like, like you said, you have all these good ideas. And it's just like, you can do all those good ideas. It's just, at times as creative, we lack like the development for it. Like the team building. Because it, it takes a village. I guess that's like the theme of this episode. Like, it takes multiple people to like get something done. Right. No matter how you look at it, it takes a team. Like Beyonce just isn't just Beyonce because she's Beyonce. You know, like the greats aren't just the greats because of who they are. It takes That's a bad. whole machine. But even to Beyonce, it. like even even Beyonce. If you really think about it, like like I said, people don't have work ethic anymore. Yeah. Like even you look at Beyonce, there will never be another Beyonce or someone of her like caliber from mm-hmm. her generation. Mm-hmm. 
ever. Just because people nowadays just don't have that. Like, people just don't. People don't want to work. People don't have drive. Like, I know a lot of people that just don't have drive. They don't know what they want to do. Like, they're just out here just doing nothing. But like, I, I want to be you? fair to those people because do you feel like your work ethic was just something that you were born with? Or yeah. do you feel like you do certain things to get the work ethic up? I think I was born as someone who likes work in terms of like, but I do, I can also agree that it did come when I found my purpose, which is very difficult for a lot of people. But (laughs) once I found like my real purpose and what I was put on this earth for, then I was like, okay, now it's time to like really get this thing going and keep it moving. But you're so young. So like, how did you find that? Because a person who may, they may tune into this and they may be 30 years old. And I know. And I know. I think for me, finding a purpose, but I also don't really like that phrase because I feel like you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you. Mm. So you kind of know when something is for you and when it's going to serve you. And there's there's a big difference between like hobbies and your purpose. And I think a lot of people kind of lose that because people think, oh, well, I like to do this. I like to do that. I like to do that. Okay. But what were you put on this earth to do? That's just your end-all, be-all. If you die today, what are you leaving? Not, you like to draw. That's beautiful. (laughs) But what, like, even drawing, like, not even to discredit that, like, artists. Okay, artists still have a purpose. They have a theme. They have something Mm -hmm. of what they want to do. Like, like, um, who can I think? Lou the Great. Mm -hmm. He's an artist who just did a, um, he was on a Nike drop. With Melody Assange. Yeah. yeah. So even like his purpose is more so just like LA, where he's from, like his culture, just being him and like just being authentic. And mm-hmm. I think that's important when you really, one, as a creative, but definitely just as a person in general. But being a creative, your purpose is extremely important. Yeah. And you can't just be out here. I think I've tapped into a little bit of that because I'm one of those people where it's like, People will ask me, even the way I came into the show, like, I don't like to say, like, what I do. Right. Just, to me, it's just, like, a form of self-expression. When I really started thinking about it, I feel like I was put on this earth to just simply be a storyteller. Right. Like, it could look like anything. It could be rather in media. It could be in fashion. It could be in business. But I think, for me, I, I'm always drawn to, like, a narrative, like yeah. a story. So I think my ultimate purpose on this earth is to be a storyteller, like, Whatever it comes to natural. Like, I, ever since I was a little girl, I've been talking. I've just been, like, Thanks. just talking. Thanks. Like, I'm always going to shut me up. Thanks. But I think you have to look back and see, yeah. like, what were you doing? Like, what yeah. have you been known for known for this far? And it, for me, it's just been talking. But when I look at that on a deeper level, it's like, okay, but what am I actually saying? What am I doing? I'm telling stories. And yeah. I'm good at it. It's natural. So it's like, just a natural-born storyteller. But to me, that's black girl magic. That's the black girl experience. That's, yeah. you're not going to shut me up. I'm going to keep talking. Hello. Oh, black girl fans. And, that's, podcast. <laughs> Hello. Right. and that's, that's why it's so important. That's why I stress there's a difference between your purpose and hobbies. Because like you were saying, like, it doesn't matter what medium you're doing anything in. That mm-hmm. That's fashion, journalism, all that stuff can be considered a hobby. But we'll just and put that in the hobby category a skill. right a skill. now. It, it becomes, right. If a you skill, do it enough, it basically. becomes a skill. It becomes something that, but at the root of it, is your purpose. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's the biggest yes. differentiate between. Yeah. And it's all individual to everybody. Because a storyteller to that. me may be a different type of storyteller to you. Because the thing about, especially when it comes to art, I know we're just so artsy-fartsy all the time. But Hello. like, 
It is subjective. What yeah. I like may not be what you like. Hello. But that's Hello. how you know it's art. It's a, like it's supposed to make and you, you feel something. And you don't have to like it. I if you don't you. feel anything, then that's when I would have an issue. But if you tell me I like it or I don't like it or I'm confused or I it's like, okay, I did my job as a creator, as a storyteller. I gave you the information. Right. You interpret it how you want to. <laughs> okay, so we have basically already got into the conversation, but I just to go into the Kiki with Kiana segment. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're just gonna talk about all things creative because I'm a creative. Well, Luca is a creative. Yes. So <laughs> I know it gets confusing. I have like thirty thousand names, you but do. it's like y'all know how it's like when somebody got a nickname and a real name. But it's just like to me, you're Tanise. Yeah, because in the school people. setting, I struggle with that too sometimes, and I feel like that also plays a part in my like. What is going on? Because I'm yeah. like so many different things. Because my real name is Sneeze Ariel McCoy. And like. The government. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because I like it. It's kind of fly. Yeah, it's kind of fly. It's kind of fly. But then I'm also Mooka. Mooka Chanel. And I've been Mooka like ever since I was a little girl. Like I've always had kind of like this two personality thing since I was like. Okay, split. You, no, you always, <laughs> you always say that. Right? No, but for real. Like it is two different people. Yeah. Like I have that. Like Tanise is like an alter ego. But like. For the listeners, y'all, it's Mooka. But if you want to call me Tanisha, you can do that too. But it's Mooka. Mooka Chanel. You can call her Tanisha because you don't know her. <laughs> yeah, yes. I know her. Tanisha is if you period. know me. Yeah. And that's period. So all you hoes, it's nah. Mooka. Okay. It's Mooka, yeah. Hello. Anyway, okay. Back to the real, real. Okay, so how important is it to you to be original in terms of like production and what you do? Because you do, like, you kind of. You're you, and you're very you. Like, everything you do, you can tell. Shine season, like, everything is you. So how important is it for you to be original? And, like, L.A. culture is very, like, into what you do as well. Yeah, I think, wow. Because I personally, the way I feel about originality, I feel like nobody is ultimately original. Because we all have influences of everything. So I think I'm just a mixture of me, like, but also the things that I enjoy. But I think it's important to find a way to make it you. Like, yeah. I'm a lot of different things, but at my core, I'm me. But I also feel like that, for me, came from a lot of, like, introspection and, like, really taking time to spend with myself and figure out what I like. Like, just as extroverted as I am, I'm just as introverted. And it's yeah. just, like, I'm very, like, okay, intentional about the things that I do. And I really try to keep that because I feel like that's my superpower. Like, nobody else can be me. Nobody right. else can be Tanise. Like, okay. You know, they can be a version of me, or they can, we could can be similar, or we could connect, or we can even disagree, but you will never be me. Exactly. Like, that's the only thing that's going to work for anybody, right. is if you be yourself, and if you really are in tune with, like, what you want to present. But I also feel like that's a very intentional thing to do, to yeah. make sure that you're constantly looking out for you, and making sure that, like, your space and what you're presenting to the world is authentic to you. And I don't even care if it's a bad thing. Like, I know sometimes people may not agree with everything that I do, mm-hmm. or they may not like everything that I do, but it's me. Hello. And I don't want you to like everything that I do. <laughs> See, I, I agree with, like, the I agree with everything, but I kind of disagree with the beginning. I think that is original. The what? mix of everything. The mix yeah. of different things that you love. Your different passions. The yeah. things that really incite something in you. The, that mixture... Is not common. Like, no one else is going to love everything that you love. The way that I do, yeah. Right. So, I feel like that's original. I guess when I say original, I feel like, because just as original as you are, 
we're, st- we're all still at the same level and we all connect through the originality. Maybe right. that's what I mean when I say things like that. Because I just feel like that's what connects us. We yeah. all have things. Like, we're all going through the same different patterns to be who we are. Yeah. And that's what makes it relatable. Exactly. But you still got to be original. Fact. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel yeah. like, like, I agree that we're all, like, a mixture of just the things that we see around us. Like, yeah. you're... You're just a mixture of what you love and what you know. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, like, quantify that and say, okay, so now that I know that I love this or this is my foundation, now mm-hmm. what am I going to do with this? And I feel like as a creative, that's kind of, that's very important. Because a lot of creatives, that's where everything comes from. That's yeah. where your art comes from. Like, look at people like Issa Rae. Like, yeah. her foundation is essentially how she built this empire like being who she is is her whole brand so it's like your originality is extremely important because if you're not original and you're not doing something that serves you or that is you people are not going to latch onto it Mm because nowadays you can we can really get into the tea because there's definitely people out here who are not original like people who are just not doing yeah and you can tell like you can tell when like, sis, that's not you. It has you to be authentic. It has to be authentic. It has to flow. It has to be natural. It has to make sense. It can't feel forced. And some of it doesn't make Some of y'all, it does not make sense. Like, you're just pulling hats out of your ass. And at some point, you have to realize, like, yeah. we see this. Dogs. And we, we don't care that you're being fake. We don't care. Okay? We, we don't. We would actually prefer for you to be yourself. Keep it real. Some of you. Some of you, your personalities are terrible. Some of you guys can just be quiet. Some of you guys can just sit there and eat your porridge. Thank you. (laughs) Just say nothing. You don't even need to be... Don't say anything. Some of y'all don't need the platform, but that's another... That's another... another You know, we're taking jobs at this point. At this point... (laughs) So as someone who is a creative, but you're also a black woman. Which is why you're here, yep. low-key. Because the black girls is running shit. And that's period. <laughs> but as someone who's a creative and a black woman, like, what are some of the biggest hurdles you feel like you have? In this world, well, in this world is too much. Maybe in this, in this climate, in this industry. I can start if you want to. You start. Okay, yeah. so. I gotta think about that one, y'all. I gotta <laughs> think. Let me go ahead. <laughs> okay, as, okay. So, I feel like I don't, one, I don't usually separate the two. So, I'm not a creative versus being a black woman. I You're am a black, black woman who's creative. Right. Okay. So, I feel like as a black woman who is creative, I think one of the biggest hurdles for me is just being heard. And I feel like a lot of times, they, they love us. Well, no, they don't love us. They love what we have. They love what our the features. They love... They love what we can bring, but they don't necessarily want us. And I feel like a lot of times for black women in the industry, it's definitely like silencing one. And then two, it's like, it's like, it's like they, they, they take the small things about us that they love. And then they just like capitalize it and magnify it and make it this big thing without giving us the credit for what we did. Right. And it's like, like this came from me. Like you don't even you it's don't understand. Shit. Like you don't even understand the yeah. real, real. And I feel like that's why listen to Black Women is so important to me, and why Black Girl Banter is so important to me. Because I feel like this is taking the power back. Like this is giving us 
the platform again, which is very important. And a lot of people don't think how important it, your voice is extremely important. What you say into the world, into the air is so important. And I think that's why I take so much with this because I know that it's so much bigger than me. It's so much more than me. It's girls everywhere. It's the girl at Afropunk who came up to me, who didn't even know me, never seen me a day in my life, but just was like, you know what? I really like what you're doing, and I follow you on Instagram and your platforms. You know, just keep it up. You've never seen me a day in my life. Don't know me. Don't know anything about me. But you connect with something that I connect with. You know, so it's something bigger than me. So I feel like just as a black woman, one, it's already difficult, and then being a creative, it just makes it even harder. Yeah. Um, I hate it. Because you guys know, like, I, you know, I've, as a senior and as someone who is, you know, about to come into adulthood, yeah. especially, like, within the industry, I, you know, I have some experience under my belt. And I can just speak from experience, a current, like, a struggle that I have experienced thus far on this journey of being a black girl who is finding her very best to be heart, be heard and seen and felt. Hello. Felt. Yes. Hello. I have, I have experienced a lack of support from like other black women and especially like older black women who have Talk come before it. me. Talk and that kind of hurts me. It hurts me a lot because it's like if you would just take the time to like really mentor and give back and reach back to those black girls, right. it would just make this journey so much easier and it would lighten the, the blows that I have had to experience thus far. Okay. And, and, and that's like a really heavy thing to even have had to experience but I feel like even those experiences where I felt like black women weren't looking out for me it taught me how to look out for the next because mm-hmm. like you may not have seen the light you may not have seen the shine the shine season I mean either way you're gonna feel it because that, that's what my brain is like you're gonna feel the light because it's so bright I'm not stopping Hello. so either way you're gonna see it but it would help if if you wanted to add to it because that's what it's also about it's not just about me being the light we're, we're, we're all shiny Right. Which you is know? why I feel like, just go back to Tanisha and how important <laughs> she is. I feel like that's why I cherish our relationship so much. It's because you're older than me and I feel like we get each other on another level. Mm-hmm. Like, you understand my brain and I understand your brain and things that you want to do are a lot. Like, we mirror each other in a lot of different ways. Definitely, definitely aligned. Sure. Right. So it's like, I feel like what you basically just said is you. Like, the things that you do are that. Like, you help me do things. You you show me things. You teach me things that I haven't learned in life yet. But you've experienced them, and you show me, like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't do this, sis. Maybe you should do that. Or even just, like, even the podcast. Like, even with the podcast, they like, telling me, you know, how I should get here, what I should use, equipment, stuff like that. Like, that... It's important to have someone like that that you can just like count on. Be like, you know what? I yeah. don't really know what I'm doing. Like, please help <laughs> yeah. me. And you help me, and I really yeah. appreciate that. I, you know, but that's what it's all about, honestly. Because it's just like for me, I feel like that's that's one of my purposes too to like mentor and like reach back because I know. And sometimes I feel like I feel the blows that I feel so that I know how to how to combat that. Right. Because it's just like it hurts, like especially like. As a, black industry, girl, like, as a as black a girl, black as a regular girl. black girl in this industry, come on, let's just be real. It's still ever so white. 
and there's still ever so many of us in the room. So it's right. like when you get in the room with one, it shouldn't even be on an ener- on an energy of anything other than we're mutual. We're right. gonna do this together. That's just the cult that I follow. And unfortunately, everyone is not like that. No. And you can really only change, control how you react to things. But it's just like, that is a struggle that a lot of us don't talk about. Like, there are some black girls trying to take each other out oh, of God. the game. Crab and Adira is real, okay? And, we, and we can't be like that. We can't be like, We can't afford, at this point of the culture, we cannot even afford that. We can't. Can. So, what can we, what can we do as creatives one because we are creatives but also as black women like what can we do to help each other i feel like conversations like this are important Mm -hmm. i feel like black girl banter serves as representation of like just having dialogue Mm -hmm. a lot of these things can simply be solved by just having conversations and not being so up here all the time and just coming out with like sis to sis this is what it is right take it how you want it but this is what it is, you know? And also, to um, just going back to, like, self-work and, like, really figuring out why am I here? What do I bring to the table? Because even though we're all black, we're not all the same type of black girl. Hello. You know? And even That's if you're right. a woman, we're not all the same type of woman. Like, it goes on a spectrum. Right. So it's just, like, you really have to know who you are. You have to be in line. You have to be in tune with yourself to even know how to even navigate how to do that. But the way that I do that may be different than the way Kiana does it, you know? So it's just, like, it's really about everything that I just said. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think it's more uplifting. Because even, like, people people that know me or people that have seen me on anything, I'm a very... I love black women. I admire black women. The people who I love the most in life are black women. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is for black women, obviously, which is why I have so many different platforms, like, listen to black women like black girl banter like things like this are very important to me because I feel like uplifting black women and giving black women a chance is so important and I think as creatives that is the biggest thing that we can do to help each other it's just give like if you get your foot in the door help your sis that's next to you like don't feel like okay well I I, I barely got in sis so you're gonna have to no like that's not what it is and there's yeah. so many black women out here who are really doing it and who are really like making their mark and they don't get the shine that they need to get so yeah. as creatives and black women why are we not the people who are giving them said credit like why are we not the ones that are like you know what sis yeah you are really out here and I think that's what I I feel like that's why it's so important to me because these the real tea is these artists and these creatives and all these people that y'all love at the end of the day like the main thing that they just want is just love like the main thing they want is just good energy and just positivity and just like we all want Tell, that. Right. And we're, just all admiration. we're all human. Human. And it doesn't matter what. We're all in this thing together. It does not matter if, if something hits the earth right you. now, who's all going to be affected? All of us. Hello. So it's just like we have to look on this on the level like that. We have to uplift. We have to just help each other. Like it's more than just a seat at the table. It's like, no, I'm going to make my own table. We're building a table at this point. Right. And we're I feel like a house. that is so important. We're building a mansion. We like, need more than a table at like this there's point. There's so many of us who are like out here and doing it. Yeah. And don't get enough credit. And I feel like 
That's so ridiculous to me. Like, I hate that. Which is but why I also, I also, because I battle sometimes with being the person that kind of is like, is my purpose in front of the camera or behind the camera? And where do you feel, like, do you think that it's in the representation or do you think it's in the behind the scenes work? Because, you know, we have our prominent black girls that we all look up to. I'm sure, like, every black girl tuned in right now, and even if you're not black, we all have our favorites Mm -hmm. of, like, who is our top whatever. Do you feel like you're one of those people who needs to be a part of that list or just somebody who knows about the list, if that makes sense. Like, do I need... Do you need to be the representation or do you feel like you can help be a part of the team? Because some people feel like it's not about the praise. It's not about being the black girl in the room. It's about getting the work done. And some people feel like they want to be the people to be the face of it. Because I feel like, you know, everybody has to know their lane. Where do you feel like your lane is? I definitely think my lane is in the work. I feel like as far as, like, career-wise, I want to be both like I want to be in front and behind but mm-hmm. I think my my purpose is much more than being in front because mm-hmm. it's like even in, in in the industry industry people know production is really where it's at like when you're behind the camera you always have a job yes. when you're in front of the camera you're you're disposable they will mm-hmm. have you in and out whenever they need you but when you're behind the camera you become like the foundation mm-hmm. so I feel like for me my purpose is more in the work. Like, I could care less if I don't become, like, the number one black woman on the face of the planet. That's not my goal in life. My goal in life is a lot deeper. My purpose in life is a lot more. Like, which even goes back to the quote, like, my purpose is in the work. My purpose is in, like, getting here and, yeah. like, opening the doors and going through the doors and making the doors. Like, I feel like that's my purpose. So I don't really care about the the little stuff. Yeah. I don't. Because also in like being in front of the camera, I'm that person where I I don't need autonomy, but I need to feel some type of freedom. Mm-hmm. Like I can't feel like you're being watched other people, or like right, you have to move a other people are in control like, of what I'm I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I I can't. So I feel like I need autonomy, but I also need a balance of control. And I feel like being in front of the camera doesn't work for me so no I don't I don't know I don't need to be I don't need to and be I'm laughing you guys because Kiana is so much like that like, I don't she would I, rather do without I would I <laughs> would rather do the work and yeah. like uplift as many people as I can to make sure people are really out here and working and like that other people see you they don't need to see me mm-hmm. I can be the middle person that's mm-hmm. fine with me I just want other people to get what they deserve. Because I yeah. feel like there's so many people You're on so this good at earth. that. You're so there's good at that. There's just so many people. You guys, Kiana supports like, everybody. I do. Everybody. I do because there's so many people on this earth who need that or yeah. who deserve that. Like, there's so many people who I feel like deserve to be so much bigger than they are. Mm-hmm. And they're not bigger because of the one person who isn't uplifting them. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like... I no, I get you. Tangent, I get it's you. literally just like I feel like that's my purpose. My purpose is to make it's, sure it definitely that is. other yeah. people feel yeah. Definitely giving like on set first AD yeah control of shit, you know. But I per- after this semester, it just reveals so much about me. Like it was such a slap in the face, like because I came in here one way and left another. Ooh, talk about it. <laughs> It humbled me so much. But even in that breath, I feel like I'm somebody who could truly be both. Like, I feel like I can do the behind the scenes work, but I'm just as impactful in front of the camera. 
are in front of the crowd, are in front of whoever, because I feel like I have to, to me, representation is so important. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm a visual person. I have to see. Same. And, you know, I have to, like, I wouldn't even know I could do what I do if there weren't the Issa's, if there weren't the Oprah's, if there weren't the, the Scotty Beans, like, all the people uh, that we care about. about. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be as motivated <laughs> as I am if I didn't have that constant reminder of, like, they're waiting for me. They're waiting for me. Right. Waiting. So it's just like, I know that I'm somebody who, I have to be seen, felt, and heard. Right. I agree with that. I definitely agree. Yeah. I think, I feel like... Representation is another topic for another day, but I definitely feel like it's important for me to be at the front, even if I don't want to. I know how, I know as, like you were saying earlier, like every black girl is a different type of black girl. Right. So it really just takes that one person to make you feel like I am here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not physically here, but it's someone else I can connect to, like the Scotty Beans. And it's like, Someone who wears sneakers, who's not the heel type of girl, who's not mm-hmm. the sandal type of girl, like who, you know, just is just out here and doing what she wants to do. And I think that's so important because mm-hmm. I myself, I don't feel like I'm traditional. Like I don't, but I don't want to be. I mean, I think after a while it had to take me to get to a point where it's like, okay, I know that I'm not the same, but I'm like, okay, well, you know, it is what it is at this point, like. And now where I'm at, it's like, I'm aware that I'm different. I'm aware I like to wear sneakers, I like to wear jeans. I don't have to, I don't want to do all that extra shit. I, it's not mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And that's what makes me me. That's why I am who I am. Yeah. So I feel like representation is important because it makes other people feel seen. Yeah. Like someone else is making you feel seen. Yeah. So now how are, what are you doing with this? Yeah. And it comes with, it comes with a sense of like responsibility. Yeah. You know? Which is. Scary. You know, and it, because also, too, like, everybody thinks, oh, just in front of the camera work is so easy, or just being an influencer, or blah, 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 it's just so easy, but when you're doing, because my, I'm big on intention, like, when you're doing it for a bigger purpose, it's like, you really have to watch how you move, like, how you were saying, like, you can't just do whatever, because somebody's always watching, like, even sometimes when I catch myself kind of, like, slipping up, it's like, the times I have been slipping up, it's like, dang, like, people are watching, like, you yeah. can't operate like that, Luca, like, you have to, like... Is that a creative mind, though? Because I feel like normal people don't feel that. Like, just from talking to people who are outside of our major and, like, what we want to do, they just, like... I don't know what it is, but I just have that in me, where it's like, I can't move like I'm regular because it's not a regular situation. Because we're not regular, we have to work. I don't even know. <laughs> about, I, don't, I don't know if that's a deeper thing, but yeah. it's just like, that's how I feel, like... I, feel, I definitely feel like that's I can't just do what I want. Like, if you really think about it, like, people who are out here that, like... Pre-med majors yeah. and like criminal justice me they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't care about none of this. Like none of this stuff affects the representation. Is like yeah, okay, they don't care. Right? Definitely, this is definitely talk that I have with my artist friends. Right. But I think that's why it's important for me to have artist friends to talk to. Talk about it. And, and it's, it's also important to have those friends who are not artists because you have to enlighten them. Like, yeah. you know, we have, like, I'll our CCs. Our friend CC was a, compa- a computer C- science oh. major, okay? <laughs> CC, what to do? You know, I have those talks with her where it's, like, she keeps me down. It's, like, girl, yeah. that's the left brain to my right. Like, right. everything can't be all artsy-fartsy all the time, and it can't be all impulsive and creative. Like, some of the stuff is, like, no. Just sit down. Relax. Please. Because there's structure, there's logic, there's right. things that you literally have to, like, stay level-headed about. Exactly. So it's just, like, you need all of it. You need everything. So what's the end goal? 
What what is what does the end goal look like? For who? For what? For you. <laughs> what is the end? You mean like, like is the end you goal? mean like upon graduation, or are you saying like just? I mean the end, like when the when the good end. Lord comes, like that's the end. <laughs> the like if you, I know for me, just something I want to leave on this earth. Like if if nothing else happens, if I never ever do anything that's ever seen in life. What is my, what is at the end of the day I can be like, you know what, nobody saw that, but I did that. Or not even that, but just, just something where I can look back and be like, yeah, that was me. And that's period. I think the end goal definitely looks like some form of like a legacy, wherever I go. That's just always been my theme. I've always wanted to leave a place better than what I found it. Hello. So that's just what I just want to leave the world like this. I think it's a thing I keep saying also within this this episode is just like to be seen, felt, and heard, mm-hmm. and like experienced. Like I want people, everybody that I've ever come in contact with, whether the whether what they feel is good or bad, they felt something. Right. They saw something. They heard something. Right. And that's just what I wanted to continue to be until I feel like the work is done. I want. I just want to keep doing the necessary work. Because it doesn't just stop with me. Like, even the span of my life, like, I'm only going to be here for so long. Like, just ultimately. Because none of us are going to be here forever. Right. But when I look at, like, my ancestors and the people who have come before me, they devoted their lives to this. Like, it wasn't just something that, like, oh, I do it. I think I'm going to Like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. ultimately, no matter, even if they fell off the scene, they still kept doing it. Right. They're still making the noise, the necessary things to be done for it to still be a legacy. So, I think, for me, that's what it is. I agree. And, like, on a realistic, not deeper level, like, the step-by-step, what is it? I think definitely claiming that I'm going to be a senior with a job, employed. Hello, so that let's, speak it, let's speak it, let's speak it, As far as, like, location-wise, as you know, my struggles have always been between, do I stay in Atlanta or do I go back home to L.A.? Yeah. And I think that's ultimately going to be wherever God takes me. Because I also learned, like, it can't be the way that Tamiz thinks. Because what I think, ultimately, it becomes a joke. Ultimately, doesn't matter. What I think ultimately becomes ultimately, a joke every time. That's ultimately. that's the funny part about me. That's the really the gag. It's like, <laughs> you thought. <laughs> you really Jesus thought. Jesus really, you Jesus really thought. You really like thought. Sin. You really thought. Now you knew. You really thought. You knew that wasn't going to work, sis. Why did you even, So like, that why? is just, but, and even the, like, the way of, like, what I see the career being, honestly, I don't know. Whatever jobs come to me. Right. Like, if, if I'm professing multimedia, I got to be prepared for everything. That's fair. So it's just like, you know, that's what it looks like. And then continuing to build with my friends and my tribe and the people who care about me and support me and, you know, really feel connected to the vision and just continuing to do the work. Like, it doesn't stop here. Like, do the work. That's, no, that's, just, that's just what I want to leave with, work. Like, can we, can we stress that for two seconds? Like, do the work. But do the work. Do no, the no, no. work. No, because people say this do too much. People, do people, people throw this out there, like, do the work, do the work, do the I'm work. I'm one of those But people. it's just like, you have to make sure that the work is aligned. And you, and you also have to be in tune with yourself to know what you can and cannot handle. Okay. And then as okay. as somebody who's Read an artist relax, and has to protect relax. their things, you have to, you have to assess how to make a situation work for you. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned. Because I'm one of those people where I just be like, oh, it's too much. I'm over it. 
First and I know that about myself. I'll be like, girl, bye. See, I don't have that trait, which is And I got I'm it. I got it. I got it. Because I'll be it. like, forget it. But I, one thing I have really learned is that I have to step back. Because I'm impulsive. Same. I know that about myself. Same. Sometimes I have to step back. And hard-headed. And just breathe. Take a little self-care moment. You know, journal it out. Yeah. Think it out. Meditate, pray on it, and really just get other and simply talking to people, just getting other perspectives, and then ultimately coming to a consensus of like, okay, this is what it's gonna be. Basically, everything you say is like an extension of my own brain, <laughs> but I feel like I am definitely one of those people who is like, do the work, do the work, you have to do the work, the work, so important, work, work, work. <laughs> Because yeah, you I'm, are. Kim's always like, what do you have to so, do? Because it's so important. Like, the, the little things are so important. People do not understand how important it is to just do the work. Mm-hmm. Like, the work, literally, like, I keep going back to this quote because it's so true. Like, the the work that you're avoiding is going to lead you to your purpose. The Ooh. work that you're avoiding is Girl. really the beauty of the journey. The beauty of the journey is not really the end goal. People think that is the beauty of it. No. The beauty of the journey is in the, these little moments at Clark Lane University where you don't have that much money on your card. Why are you doing you this right now? on your phone card. Like, that, that is the beauty of the journey. Like, the little things. The things that build you and make you who you are as a creative and as a person. God. That is the work. The ghetto, basically. That's what basically, you Basically, the work like the work is literally your day to day. Like your the work, the work is the ghetto. Is, it is. It's work clocking is in to work nine to five. It is. Doing the necessary things. It's paying it the is. bills. It is. But the ghetto has birthed some beautiful people. Man, talk about So it. that's why, like I said, do the work. But it's also just like the the other side of that is like just do it. Like, mm-hmm. although sometimes it may feel like, is this really what I want to do? Is this really something? You'll never know unless you do it. Let's just, just keep do going. It. Just, just keep work. Going. Like, just everything, every, I'm, I promise you, everything that you do in life has some type of linear path. So you may feel like, you know, okay, I'm doing this, but this is really not my ultimate end goal. Mm-hmm. That's great, but it's going to have What is your ultimate of- end goal? Because I would like to know because it's just like, and I feel like this will serve as a good <clears throat> standpoint for you because you're so young and like, this is the, you just completed the end of your first semester of college. And like your goal now may even develop into something totally different by the time you're at my point. So like what right now... As of today, Kiana, present day, what does the ultimate end goal look like? Um, well, one, I think my end goal has, I don't think my end goal is going to change because I've had the same. My end goal is not commercial. Like, my end goal is not something that is, like, monetary. My end goal is more so rooted in my purpose. So I think for me, my end goal is just to... My end goal really is just black women. Anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> like, just giving black women spaces and, like, spaces like this and platforms like this and just building things for us to make us feel seen, make us feel heard, to just have fun, like, just conversations. I think that is my end goal. My if At the end of the day, if I can say, you know what? I made a space for black. I made space for black women, not a space. I made multiple spaces, spaces. for black women. I built an empire. I have 
done things that other black girls can look at me and be like, you know what? Thank you. Because it's different on some, like, person to person, but on some, like, black girl to black girl is a whole different thing for me. And I feel like at the end of the day, if I have changed, or not necessarily even changed, just helped or helped to magnify another black girl, made her feel like she can do something she didn't think she could do before, mm-hmm. that is the goal. Yeah. In whatever in whatever medium that means, whether that means being the on-air personality or being the journalist or through this podcast or whatever it is, like I think that is the end goal for me. It's not necessarily like, you know, of course I shout out to you know, Danielle. Um, sis, if you want to give me a job at Essence, that'd be beautiful because <laughs> that is the real, real end goal. But <laughs> honestly, like, even if I don't, you even if I don't get essence. essence. Right. Yeah. Like, I want to build my own essence at the end of the day. It's just essence is just, you know. That's that. That's, that's, that's just the mentor. Like the, that's the opportunity that's going to That's watch. the name on the yeah. vision board. Yes. Essence. And we're going to keep manifesting that. And will. And yeah. speak it into existence. Yeah, it's coming. Essence is already here. It was BT, but y'all have too much going on. And y'all have y'all, heard the you BT know, shout out. <laughs> you know, we're not going to do that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, 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 no. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was BT, but I think Essence for me is. I definitely love what they're doing with Essence Girls United. That's so you, and it's so on brand, I and it's just it. like I can see you running that whole thing. But I also like BT, like I don't remember what it was like. Their House of Something, that House they of did BT. Last year. Yeah, I went to that. Well, Fire! Like, I wanted so to go good. so bad. So, good, so, so like, good, things so like good. that yeah. about BET and Boomerang, one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And the new show that's coming on BET, uh, produced 20s? by Lena Waif. Lena Waif. Find me. Are you know what? We're gonna Hire find, we're gonna find each find other. Me. We're gonna Hire find me. each other, and you're gonna help me to fill up this story. Because one thing that Kiana didn't bring up is that this semester, me and her started off this whole production that we're launching. Oh yeah, that is. And amazing. we're working on a short web series aesthetic, so that all that is coming. We're working. We're, we're working. We're always we're really, working. Yeah, we're doing something. Yes, and that's so important to just. I feel like. That's another thing. Black black girls nowadays, like, it's so important for us to just community. Collab. Collaborations at this point are important. important. Collaborations are so important. Build your community, please. We're better as a team and as a unit than it is. Because nine times out of ten, we get each other because we speak the same language. Wouldn't you rather collab with your sis? But even even then, Then the others. Even then. Some of y'all, some listen, listen. But I no, we're not even gonna get into that. I'm just saying, when you find the ones that are for you, don't be afraid to connect and collab. Because a lot of the times, people don't like to work with their friends or whatsoever because they feel like it'll mess up things. But just, just set boundaries. That's all. That and a lot of y'all collab with people that you feel like are gonna do something for you. Yeah, don't go into it like that. You should never build your. Don't be an opportunist. Please talk about it because do not build your community around people who you feel like can do something for you. Nobody on this earth can do anything better for you than you can. Yeah. So why are you out here seeking people to give you an opportunity or to give you money? It's important. It's important to seek, but like seek with the right intent. 
seek with intention. Yes. Intention that is not on Make sure you're doing it from a good place, like a pure hearted space. And don't don't make the focus, don't make the focus, what can they do for them? Don't make make it, what can they do for me? Make it, how can I help them? How does my expertise How do we align? Like, what is even going to make this make sense? If it don't make sense, don't do it. But if you feel it can make sense, figure out how so that it can evolve and we all could be winning. In your creative community, make sure the people around you align and make sense. Yes. Don't just have people out here, oh, I like what you do, and I like what you do, and I like what you do. It's not about entourage. You can like what these people do. That does not mean anything in your community. Because (laughs) some of y'all, these productions that y'all make, it's cute, but it's all over the place. And you can tell it's all over the place because there's so many She's different... She's going off. She's it's just so many different ideas. Ideas. all of you. And it's Sorry. just like, sis, it doesn't make sense. Like, even what we're creating, what we're doing together, it makes sense. Because yes. we both have the same mind. We, we understand the story. Yes. Versus having somebody who... It's like... What's, what's an example? It's like... It's like, you know how people do, like, your, your dream collaboration. Or if you can have five people on a song together, who would you want? And you have somebody like Beyonce, you have Anita Baker, and then you have like uh, Normani, and then you have Rihanna. Like, all these people are not going to sound so... They're individually great people. Individually can really put some fire into the world. But together does not necessarily mean they will create fire. Sometimes they will create shit. And that is okay. Yeah. That's okay. You have to know your lane. You have to know your lane. Because everybody is not in your community. Yeah. And that is just period. You're, who you collab with is tough. And you, that's that's an executive decision, though. It is. That a lot of people are not willing to make because... Look, I'll make it. I'll make it for all of us. Especially in Atlanta. A lot of y'all think because somebody has a platform... Because it's just so much going on here. It's a mixing pot. It's just so much. Because it's just still... Like, I was having this conversation with today. Like, we're in Atlanta at the perfect time because it's about to pop off. And that's period. Because people are starting to catch on. Like, myself included. I've been out here for, like, a year... Going on a year and a half. And... I have not grown as much at home. Like yeah. When I was at home, I was a bit stagnant. I'm just going to be honest with myself. I would hope, but I would also hope everyone, well, not everyone, well, hopefully everybody, but especially people who consider themselves creatives or in our major, I hope by the time you have been here for at least two years, and they will grown more. And they will. Have. They'll either grow into who they're supposed to be or who they've been the whole time. running from. Talk about it. That's the thing about this college thing. It will expose everything. But I also feel like that's the thing about life. It'll all come out. You don't even got to be in college for that. That's right. That's so scary. Yeah. But, you know, just keep a good head on your shoulders. And pray about it. Stay (laughs) encouraged. And you're going to be all right. At the end of the day, as long as you're doing something that services you and something that. You're doing the work. Yes. Back to the quote. The work. Hello. The work. You make sure you're doing the work that is for you. Yes. Not doing somebody else's work. Your work. And make sure, well, don't make sure, but at least try to make sure the work is not free. That's in the top for another day, but please, free work. It's not even just about free. Make sure it's an experience. Because sometimes the exper- experiences can't even be bought. Like certain, certain stuff, it's like the money may not be here now, but the experience is going to meet the money. So how do you measure like something? How do you know when something is 
outside of, okay, so now you're like really starting to use me and what I have for the free break. So now you need to tell me a check. How well, do you, are you, talking how do you measure that like? So it sounds like to me you're talking about internships. Because I thought at first we were just talking in general. But like, are you I mean, saying like general, internships or are you just saying like jobs? Like real life, like freelance. Yeah, what do you mean though? Like, what are you saying? Can you like repeat the question? It's like, okay. It's, it's kind of like, so you, everybody does things for free. Like, when you first start out in this industry, you're going to do work for free. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just what, how that's it works. what it is. You're going to, but that's a good thing for you because you need to develop your skills and you need to figure things out and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's all developing you and starting at the training wheel. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you realize, like, okay, I know that my value is not being for met. me. In the situations that I've been in is when I'm big on... And this is the type of person that I am. Right. I'm big on you're going to give me my credit. You're going to acknowledge the work that I've done. When you don't... When you don't make it clear who did what... Right. That's when I have an issue. Because then at that point, you ain't even crediting the stuff that I'm doing. You're just, so you're, doing you're just, you're just milking the, the, the access to it. Right. Like, I feel like for me, it has to be some type of equal exchange. Like, you drop my name on that deck, I keep providing the fire. Right. So that this could ultimately lead to something. And not even just it's about... A given not thing. even... Because a lot of people like to misinterpret that as like, oh, you just want to be in the forefront. You want to be... You want to be getting all this. Because they may, it may um, confuse it or misinterpret it as like... You don't want to do the work. Because sometimes that gets flipped. People try to flip stuff and be like, you just want the praise. And it's not about the praise. It's about the acknowledgement. Right. It's about the, I can't think of the word, reciprocity. Yes, that's the word. Did right. I say it right? I hope I said it right, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, it's about that. Like, did, yeah. It's about the reciprocity. I did. Yeah. yeah it's about all of that. So it was just like, I need that in order for me to feel like, hey, this is worth it. Like, to be felt, seen, and heard. Like, going back to that, like, that girl in the room, because a lot of times people take from black girls so much. Right. So much. Everybody's biting, 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 biting. So for me, it's like, when I see that I'm actually providing a space to grow and really learn, and you have, like, a clear expectation. Like, and I think that also goes into, like, you have to make it clear of what's going on. Like, you have to set boundaries for yourself. Like, okay. When I go into this internship, when I go into this job, like, give yourself, write it down. What do you want out of it? Why do you even want it? Like, what are you, like, for example, if it's an internship or say if it's, like, a, some type of collaboration, mm-hmm. there needs to be a contract. There needs to be, okay, I do this many hours a week. I right. want this much exposure. Like, I want to, you to enlighten me on this or that. Because it's just, like, the thing about internships, because I don't even know how we got on this, but I feel like this is, no, I feel like this is an important thing to talk about because yeah. this is information that a lot of black girls don't have access to. Right. Especially in the industry. Where do black girls find internships? Nowhere. There's only so many essences, but there's so many black girls. Hello. You know, and it's just like sometimes we fight, fight so hard to get into the room that we don't know what to do when we get in the room. Okay. So it's just like when you get in the room, you have to say boundaries of what you want to learn. And you, you know, like one thing about my boss at Revolt who taught me, her name's Angela Turner. Um, she was one of my bosses at Revolt. And one thing that she did made very intentional during my internship was actually something that I wish I did more of was actually sit in on meetings. Like they would have like, you know, executive meetings, you know, with the staff. And even the little meetings that I did sit in on, they taught me so much of just how to conduct myself once I get into the room. Like, yeah. when you get in the room, how are you going to maneuver? 
you know, or how are you going to, to how, how are you even going to translate your ideas? Right. Like, I can't talk to Kiki, you know, and that's just the reality of the world. I can't come in there talking to, you know, I can't right. talk Kiki talk at the table. When I get um, to the table, I have to use a certain verbiage that makes it all make sense. So that is, but like, is, that, a, is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. It is a thing. It's it's called code switching. And when we go, and I think sometimes when we go to HBCUs, we we forget that. We forget that. And it sucks that we have to play into that narrative. But until we keep yelling, 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 black girl, and we have enough ownership in the industry, it's going to have to be that to an extent. I hate that. I hate, I hate it I too. Hate it. I hate it too, which is probably why I didn't always sit in all the meetings. But, <laughs> that's but it is it is a factor of it. Right. I, th- I think that's You why. have to be well-rounded. You do have to be well-rounded. I hate that. I literally hate You do, Keanu. Well, I'm the other person. I'm adaptable. So I feel like I'm one of those people where you can throw me anywhere, and I'll, I'll be able to handle it. I think that's probably my biggest problem. It's, I don't, <laughs> like, I think just in nature, I'm a very hard-headed person. Uh-huh. And I don't like things that don't service me or don't make sense to me. It's just not for me. And that's okay. You know, that is okay to feel like something is just not for you. It's just not for you. Yeah. And I feel like because I'm so me and, like, I love myself. And not even saying that you don't love yourself. But just, like, because you, I You just want to be authentically myself. you. Authentic, I mean, right. yes. I, I think I have mastered the way of still being Mooka, still right. being who I am, but also figuring out how to merge the two. Because yeah. just, just for some people to understand culturally and just how we do things, everybody's not going to get it. And I also don't want to have to explain myself. So right. it's just like, let me just people how they do it so that when the time comes, I do know how to do it if I have to. Why can't, why can't white people just get it? Like, why can't they just, why can't they just understand? Like, or not even, just don't. I don't want to explain. It's not people. even about white people. I don't want to explain being a black girl. It's not about, that but that's the thing that's for me. Not, it's not even about having to do that. I want to get to a point to where we don't even have to have that conversation. Right. We just need more ownership. We just need more black platforms. We need black sto- more black more black stories being told so that they're seeking for more black things. And it's just like even in that same breath, they are looking and black stories are being told. But it's just like we're waiting for them to hear ours. And that's why Black Girl Banter is here. Hello. And that is just on period. And that's why you need to hire me. And Luca, you know, we we both need a good check. Yes. And we both have a lot of shit to say. And we have a lot of shit to do. And we know how we want to do it. Yeah. So, really, all this one, Just give me the budget. Just give me the budget. Give me the budget. And also give me a little bit of mentorship. Because like I said earlier, I'm I'm not afraid of, of teaching. From yeah. somebody else. Like, you know, I know that I need that. I need as much information as I can get because that's the only way that you'll even have access to things is by being informed. I think I think that's very important. I think mentorship as a creative is extremely important. You need because that. just first of all, creative is just something that it's not taught to you. Yeah. So it's like you have to find another person who can like help you and guide you. It's not necessarily like, oh, you know, teach me how to do X, Y, and Z. It's kind of like mm-hmm. either you get it or you don't get it. That's just the reality of this, of what we do. It's either you're good at it and you got it or you don't have it. Mm-hmm. And that is just the end all be all. And I think having a mentor, having somebody who at the end of the day you can come to and be like, help me, please. It's just like 
it's it's like a it's like a give and take, but it's also like it's it's just important to have someone who can help you yes. and can see something yes, in you yes, that you yes. don't even see. Yes. It's very important. Sometimes the vision gets blurry, and sometimes it, it does. Sometimes you need glasses because Charlie, you can't even sometimes see the vision. You do, no sometimes more. you don't even know what the vision is, and that's okay. That is okay. Sometimes you are Stevie Wonder to the vision. Because sometimes the vision finds you. Facts. But also don't seek, don't, okay, don't feel like everybody has to be your mentor. No. That is, no. That, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. some of y'all go into things feeling like, oh, you know, She's a black girl, and she does what I want to do, so no. she has to be my mentor. No. No, sis. No. No. Uh-uh. I'm for a kinfolk. And you are not entitled to anybody and their mind and their power. Yeah. So please You're don't entitled think. to the respect. You're entitled to, you know, good energy. But don't be coming at me. Talk- oh, can you be my mentor? No. I hate that. I hate that. Qu- I hate that question. Because how, don't, how do you even know if, if I'm worthy enough to be your mentor? And how do you know if I even have anything to tell you? Girl. I could just be out here and just winging it. And it could just be working. Yeah. What am I going to tell you? You, you got to make sure that sometimes. I feel like mentorship and stuff like that, that happens now. Like, that's something that's organic. You can't be like, I am such and such. Be my mentor. And it has to make sense. Yeah. So if you're just out here thinking like, oh, you know. Just every everybody has someone or someone's on earth that may be older than you, may not be older than you, that understand and that can help you, that have experience. So don't don't seek that or don't feel like you're entitled. It'll, it'll to come that. to you. Because right. sometimes your mentor is your mom. Sometimes like people put such an emphasis Hello. on like they do what I want to do. Sometimes you already have the skill set to do what you want to do. You just need that encouragement or you just need that uplifting. Right. Because it's really like the foundation. Like, your mentor is someone who's giving you the foundation. It's not always someone who's helping you put your resume together and all this Mm. jazz. Like, sometimes it's just the the bottom of, like, literally started from the bottom. Now we are here. Sometimes it's what. Sometimes it's the lady in the calf. Sometimes it's the lady. I don't know about that. No, for real, don't sleep. Sometimes it's the lady at your church. Sometimes, like, mentorship can come from anywhere. And people put so much of emphasis in it. It has to be somebody from somebody in the industry. No. Like, when you make things of, like, industry connection, what the? That's also trying to. These is regular people. What are they going to do? That's trying to monetize a person. I feel like when you look at someone for what they can do for you, you're not really looking at them i yeah. feel like some people and we're gonna speak on it some people here at clarkland university are here for solely to find someone else that's gonna put you on and that is not reality no one else is going to help you and going to put you on since you have to put yourself on it sounds great in theory that you can just magically meet someone who you feel like is going to help you do everything and they really launch you and help you that is all peaches and cream but it's not it's not reality like you have to do the work do the work do the work put get your hands dirty like put yourself in it don't just feel like you can meet somebody and they can be your mentor and then boom you're just gonna skyrocket it's not because people like to abuse that narrative but even then you put yourself in a position to even boom and some of y'all don't have contact to boom right right 
Some of y'all don't have content. What so is going to burn, sis? What are you bringing to the table? And mentor? even, but then you Nothing. also have to know, because there has been times where I have, may have been in the position to where I could have been like, oh, and then boom, but I knew I wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah. So, and you have to be honest with yourself too. Like, if I go up to this person right now, am I even ready for what they have to offer me? Right. Or can I even be of service to them? Oh, talk about it. Talk about talk. <laughs> You know, we honest over here at Black we, Girl Cancer. We are, okay. We're out here in these streets. So, anywho, so another segment that I have that's kind of going to be the wrap up. Um, it would not be an episode mm-hmm. if I didn't give you a black woman because just to keep yeah, the a brand, little, a little black history brand, month, you know. So for today's black, black history moment, black woman segment. So basically. Every episode, I want to choose one black girl that I think is out here doing her shit and really give her kudos and really be like, you know what, sis, you are out here, okay? So, one person who I feel like is really out here, just giving their own brand for black women and for me and Luca because we both really love one person in particular. We're going to have to give it to Scotty B. We're going to have to give her the kudos because... As we've mentioned her multiple times in this episode at this point, but Scotty Bean, like, like, I don't even know. Let's talk about this because... Let's talk about it because... I want to know, how were you introduced to her? I know for me personally, I was introduced to her through Twitter. Okay. Just her through her, like, engagement, which is, like, building her own platform. Right. Of, like, just using her voice. And then I was, like, why, um, see her on, like, Hot 97. And I think I also, like, it's just, like... Just coming up in that age of, like, the media and seeing, like, the, the people who are kind of, like, millennials. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're Gen Z. So, it's, like, a whole different experience for us. But, like, seeing them try to navigate the the, um, the industry is, like, kind of lit up a fire under me. So, it's just, like, in a way, sometimes I feel like people like that, even though she does not know me, in a way, it's almost like a mentor look at yeah. it. Because it's, like, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. But... I remember, like, hearing, I think, like, Tax Stones, like, talked about her, too, on his podcast mm-hmm. before, Free Tax. And just, like, <laughs> I, you know, just, she was just somebody who was always mentioned. Yeah. And then, like, once I really started paying attention and, like, really just, like, looking at the things that she's saying and doing, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, this is literally, like, me. Like, yeah. I can literally see myself doing this. And, like, it's even the whole, like, concept of, like, transferring to Clark and this being the school that I always wanted to go to. And, like, knowing that she was here before me. And just, like, that's how you know, I, and I even, and what, I, I remember one time I went to, like, a WSU, like, that's an organization that we have here on campus. I went to, like, orientation. And, like, one of the guys, I can't think of his name, but, like, he was talking about her. And, like, even going to events like House of BET, I just feel like, for me, she's one of those people where it's, like, it's possible. Like, when I feel like, okay, I don't. I don't want to do, because I don't want to do this, or, you know, I may feel like, is it even happening, or do they even care about my type of black experience? Like, right. I feel like she'll post something, or, like, she'll say something, or, like, something will happen, and I'll just be like, oh, my goodness, like, this girl is amazing. Like, right. you know? But there's so many other people like Scotty, it's just, like, she's so important, though. Like, even the Black Very. Girl Podcast Unit as a whole, like, all of them, you know, like. Which is how I got into Scotty. Yeah. Listening to Black Girl. which is so crazy because I'm it was actually like at the tail end of me figuring out what the fuck I am doing and Mm -hmm. what my purpose is Mm -hmm. so I kind of started I don't really remember how I found Black Girl Pod to be really honest no I remember how I found Black Girl Pod so I watched this series on YouTube 
escaping me. Is it the grapevine? Yes. Yes, her grapevine. Grape Let's vibe. talk about grapevine. The grapevine after actually, dark, though. That's, on, that's where I found it. Grapevine? Not, not her, like, hip-hop grapevine. But they did, like, grapevine after dark with Ashley Akuna, who's yes. fire. Fire. That's another they black did. girl. Write that down. Hello. She gotta be another. She's another episode. <laughs> um, well, Ashley Akuna is super important to me, so I kind of watch the grapevine every time I can. Uh-huh. So, um, Scotty and Gia and all of them were on an episode of Grapevine After Dark, and I was listening to it, and they were talking about real shit, like relationships, niggas, like mm. just, just different things. Everything. And it was just like, wow, this conversation is so important, and I'm so here for it. And just... Scotty in general, like everything she was saying, I was like, I would say that that is me. Right. I definitely wanted, like you in know, her other people will say her mannerisms, and it's like, and yeah, and her mannerisms. I definitely see you because I, my face. I'm like, that's definitely some Kiana stuff. Before I say things, <laughs> and she is that type of person where like her face will tell you what she wants to say, and she's not even gonna say it. Yeah. And so watching that, I was like, okay, you know, Black Girl Pod is something cute. Uh-huh. So I started listening to like the actual podcast, which got me into podcasts. And the combination of watching that video and listening to Black Girl Pod, I was like, you know, this girl Scotty Beam, she's really, she's really talking yeah. about shit. Like she really, she's me. Like I really realized, like, wow, I feel. Like, I've never, and I've never felt that with anyone else, which is why I feel so strongly about her. She just makes me feel seen. Like, she makes me, it's just another person on this earth who is far outside of me that makes me feel like I am there somehow. Like, she, we're connected in some other, some form, some facet. And just from there, just kind of, like, sparked. I'm also someone who's very, I'm impulsive, one. And then, two, I'm also very easily enamored. So, Mm -hmm. like... If I see something and I love it, I cling on to it. Yeah. And I think that is kind of where it came from. And just going from her as someone on Black Girl Pod to her actual, like, journey and, like, how she's getting to where she is, like, yeah. from Hot 97, from me on the street team, yeah. like, her story it's is inspiring. fucking True. fire. Like, starting out from Clark Atlanta University as, yeah. you know, like, and that was really not, not to say that's one of the reasons why I'm here because that would be too much, yeah. but, like, that was, an, like, when I found her was More when I made the decision yeah. to come to Clark Atlanta University. More connections. Right. And I think that's also why we are even doing the work that we do because this all just goes back to everything that we were talking about in this episode. Exactly. She was just our person, but we may be Kiana and I may be the next person for the other black girl who will stumble across black girl banter or whatever else we produce and feel like, okay, that's my reason. And that's what it's all about. Passing the baton. Exactly. And just, just, I keep, I could, I really keep going back to Scotty Bean, but I could talk about her all day because it just, her journey and her story is so important. Like, even from, even from starting Starting off at street team, right? Starting off at street team, going back to radio, not feeling like you need to be at radio because radio is what you know. Her mom works on radio. So yeah. it's like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm dropping out of school to go back to... Like, like I understand that mm-hmm. perspective. And then it's being on street team and feeling like, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. That like, not really know yeah. what's happening. Then doing the work, 
to being an she executive definitely put the work in. producer. Put like, the work in. Put all of the work in. The like, work to being in. on digital for people like, um, people's names are Revolt. giving me. Revolt, even her, even that. And Ebro. Yeah. And people like, like being on digital for that. To, to then leaving because BT realizing, like, taking a risk on yourself, which is one of the real, really big reasons why I feel connected to her is because I, I take a lot of risks. Yeah. On myself because I know myself. Yeah. And I feel like that took me finding her to realize, like, you know what? You got to take the risk sometimes. Sometimes you got to just go out on a wing of prayer and a hope and just feel like, you know what? It's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. And that is something that she kind of taught me is that at the end of the day, what is for you is going to be for you. Yeah. For and sure. all you can do is just do it. Like, what is yeah. stopping you from doing it? Nothing. Just do it. Just do it. It's, it. it's gonna be okay. It's yeah. gonna be all right. And if it's not all right, sis, just pray about it. Yeah. And then just, just be like. It yeah. doesn't always have to be something. Just be and just be you. Yeah. And that's another reason why I feel so yeah. connected. To yeah. Her. She definitely is one of those people. Just watching the way that she moves, she makes me or she encourages me to not be afraid of Myself. the emotion that I have. Because she's also, like, when you're very passion. vocal, like, when she doesn't like something, she'll tell you. When she isn't supporting something, she'll tell you. When she doesn't have the right words to say, she'll also tell you. Not yet, because it ain't going to be pretty when I say it. Right. So wait, and I can see that. Like, because, you know, that impulsiveness, but I also love the way that she, like, carries herself and channels that. And, like, I don't have to explain anything to anybody. Right. And if you get it fucked up, you're going to be fucked up. And that's up. me. And I like that representation because it's like, okay, I'm not tripping. Because sometimes when you don't see that, it makes you question, am I doing it wrong or am I doing it awkward? When you see the next black woman thriving yeah, and still doing it, it's like, okay, no, I'm going to keep on being loud and making my noise and, sh- and, and, and sharing my thoughts and my perspective because it's necessary and it's needed. And I can also make money for it. And I can also build an empire off, it, off of it. And I can also help others. Because right. she does a lot of work just being with just being who she is. She's already doing the work right. because it's just so intentional with her and the whole empire that she's building with the team of black people and like-minded people that she has around her. And it's inspiring. And it's just paying close attention to her. I feel like it's teaching me how to do it. Like yeah. even the th- like, it's just so many connections. Like, okay, I get the Clark thing. Then I get the revolt thing. Then it's just like, I feel like it's only a matter of time to where it's really going to ultimately make sense. It's going to align. Right? Yeah. I think, I think that's based, like, she is me. Everything you were describing, like, yeah. people that know me know that is me. Yeah. Like, if Definitely. I don't like something, yeah. I'm going to let you know that I don't <laughs> like it, yeah. and I will get you together very quickly. But yeah. I also... You will do that. I'm very passionate. <laughs> like, I yeah. have extreme passion. I yeah. need passion. And that that's her. Like, she, her, at the end of the day, like, black women is her. And that's also me. Yeah. And I think... She showed me that that's okay. Like, that is okay to have passion in something. That is okay to lead with passion and lead with heart. Yeah. And I think that's, that is, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. But she showed me it's possible. Like, it's possible to lead with that and then to also be successful at the time, at the same time. And then to also grow and learn and change and develop, but also yeah. be yourself. Yeah. That's so important. Passionate black girls matter. Okay? Yes, Scotty, passionate black girls matter. Scotty, we love you, girl. We do. Yes. Please. It's only a matter of time. Well, Kiana has already met you. I have. Yeah, I have met you. It's only a matter of time. It was time. embarrassing. We're not going to speak on that. It was 
saw it. No, it was it was amazing. <laughs> it's okay because we're gonna get a, a round two. <laughs> but just passionate black girls matter, and if you have a passionate black girl in her life, in your life, please, please, please uplift her. Do not try to silence her. Do not make her feel down, especially if she's a creative. Do not, do not try to silence that girl. Do not try to make her feel like she is too much or make her feel like she's too loud or she's too this, too that. No, you're just not enough. Yeah. And that's what you need to come to. If you ever feel like somebody is too much, no, you're just not enough. You're not enough, baby. And you need to, that's something you need to do within yourself. Don't project that on her. Why are you even worried about me if I'm too much? You're too little. Because that's been so many projections in my life is, oh, she's too loud or she just has too many opinions. You just need to shut up. No, never <laughs> want to shut up. And you, you can beat my ass in this issue. Like, you honestly can. Like, that's really how I feel. At this current moment, if you don't feel me, it's just fuck you. And that's just what it's going to happen. It's, it's not even on some fuck you within, like, aggressive, like, ugh, fuck you. It's on some, like, you know what? Okay, fuck you. That's okay. You don't have to understand. And you you don't. Some people, some people don't It ain't care. for everybody. It's not. But don't project that on me that I'm too much. You can, keep, no. you can keep your projections. Cause let me tell you something. You can keep your projections, sweetie. Because I'm not a I'm freak. Gonna, I'm gonna okay. do that anyway. Cause that's how I am. Hello. Cause I'm gonna do me the way that I'm gonna do me. That's You're how just how gonna be mad. So that's how we work that one. And that's just period. Yep. So that is our episode uh, of Black Girl Banter today. Oh my god. I was so nervous uh, on a whole other level, but I think this was very important, and yeah. I'm glad. You were here. I'm so happy that I got to do this and like see you grow just in this short period of time. And oh just God, like, no, seriously, like you guys, Kiana is such a freaking motivating force. And for her to just be like so young and just so, so to like, she just has a tenacity of like someone who just wants it. Like when I look at her, I see myself like, okay, if somebody saw me at this point, like, I, and I think that's why I connect to her so much because I feel like if somebody saw me when I was at that point, just imagine what I could have been. Yeah. Like if somebody saw it at that point and like took hold to it. So just like Kiana is my little sister, okay? And I'm just so happy that like serious. she's building this platform for herself because we need these stories to be told. We need more Kianas to start talking. We need more Kianas to start sharing because you are the future. Thank you. Okay, yes. I, I love Kiana. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. But should I share my con- like if you guys want to find me or follow me on Instagram, I'm at Yes, please. M-O-O- follow her. Yeah, M O O K A Chanel, like the label, that's me. And if you want to find my content, Shine Season, you go to www.shine. SZN.com, and that's where you can find everything. Yes, and go listen to our podcast because it's fire. Yes, Shine go Season. Go look at the content. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, all that, all that. And just remember that your big sister could never have life. Like, she couldn't. You I'm know, so sorry. girls she tried. Couldn't. Some of the girls tried. She couldn't. They tried, they but they, they even sometimes come close. If at first you don't succeed, but never try, quite try, like try this, again. you know. And it will, it will, you'll never get there, but yeah, you'll get, you, know, you might get a little close. But you'll never get there. Yeah. You won't. Mm-mm. And that's period. Okay. So thank you yes, for being on this episode Anytime. of Black Girl Banter. Yes. And that's period. Yes. All right. Bye, y'all. Peace out. See you soon. <laughs>